Can you, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Clint Fandango. You're so, so fucking loud. I'm not loud. I'm talking at normal volume. No, you're not. You I went am. up then. God. Well, just because oh, I can look at the levels. Huh? Man, man, man. See, you couldn't see the levels. Right. Stop this. <laughs> Don't go to bed angry. <laughs> just. Just. Diffuse. <laughs> diffuse those levels. Yes. Uh, welcome to February. Well done for making it through the first month wow. of the year. Good, good for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was uh, it was uh, an, our year end at work yesterday, so it was stressful. Uh, mm. Yes. And now we're into the next financial year, so everything is going to be gravy. But I thought the fiscal year was April. No, each company can choose when their quarters and financial year starts. So it's all just made up? Uh well, yeah, but you, you like have to. De- I think you have to declare it to the taxman and stuff. So, like my previous company, the financial year used to finish at the end of December, so it was January to December. But then, to me, that makes the most sense. But no, I know because nothing. no, because then you are closing the year at Christmas, which means that no one in the sales team gets to spend any time with their families because um, if they haven't hit their number, well, just n- plan better. Business leadership. No, no, you can't <laughs> do that. Someone at work yesterday was just go for Scrooge. Just be like, you cannot, Timmy, you're gonna die with no goose. I've moved back. And it didn't fucking work, did it? What about now? No, so now you're too echoey. What about now? (laughs) Oh, and I'm too sniffly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. No, there was a poor woman at work yesterday who was sitting at a desk until seven o'clock at night waiting for someone to sign the PO. Stop playing as well because I can hear the springs go. Don't touch them. Don't do it, Jake. I swear to Jesus. Gotta let it ring out. Gotta let it ring out. Oh, we can make you that see, song. I feel, I feel like that's a real Scrooge thing. Just, mm. you will not go home for Christmas and have turkey this year until you close the deal. <laughs> but yeah, it's so my previous company moved it to the end of January. So the financial year is the same yeah, my new company yeah, is. Because okay, then... It's still stressful because at the end you're towards the end of Q4. You're like in the middle of Q4 at Christmas, but you can still justify like taking time off instead of being at work every day and trying to close deals and blah blah blah. It's a business podcast, business, 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 business and leadership. It's a new segment we're bringing in. Business and leadership. I'm gonna watch our view account drop <laughs> <Just> to nothing. <laughs> business and leadership. Anyway, um, yeah, welcome to February. It's all gravy. It's the month of love. So don't forget, all you at home. I feel like I'm on the radio. It's Radio 1. We're about to like tune into like the top hits. But no, don't forget to tell someone you love them every even day. If, even if it's yourself. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> We're British. We don't love ourselves. I look we up, barely love other people. I wake up in the morning. I clear the fog off of my window after showering. And I look myself square in the eye. Are you a morning shower? I call myself pathetic. <laughs> Are you a morning shower? I lived with you for five years and I don't remember this. No, no, you're an evening, evening shower. Yeah, because we used to boy. have to fight over the one shower in the apartment. Or I'd be like, I'm going to go up for a bath just for like a little break from you for a couple of hours. <laughs> oh, it's all coming. Ah, oh, we've had business and financial planning and leadership and now we've got spilling the tea on why spilling Matt really tea. hates me and he's been resenting me for all these years. No, definitely not hate and no resent. I loved living with you. I was, otherwise I wouldn't have done it for five years. Um, <laughs> But four or five years, I can't remember. Um, but the old flat was on the market again. 
Again. I, I checked on right move the other day. It's has, there. Has it actually budged off the original number? Yeah, it has. It's come down no, significantly. It's because, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's, uh, anyway, I digress. Tell someone you love them every day. Um, we've got three, two more podcasts this month because I'm away with work for one of the weeks. I haven't told you that yet. Um, but what I haven't told him is same. <laughs> oh God. If it's not the same week, you might not hear from us for a long time. Um, but yes, welcome to episode 21 of Insert Plot Here. I'm Matt. I'm Jake. Hello. It's good to see you again. I'm feeling very chipper and chirpy today. I'm like, so this is the thing. If I'm silent when we eat, I'm conserving all of my hyper energy. Is that what it is? Whereas yeah. I get here and I'm like, oh God, this this is the final podcast we do because he'll never want to be friends with me ever again. He'll never <laughs> want to be friends. Yeah, but you do just kind of let yourself into my house and sit on the sofa. You so. gave me a key. Yeah, well, and that's what the key's for. I'm not saying, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But you said it with an undertone. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. There's no mm. undertone. Only overtones. Are you proud of yourself? I'm so... Every day. Do I love myself? No. no. <laughs> Am I proud of myself? Yeah. See, this is why I have cats. Because you can just look at them in their little face and be like, I love you. Because I can't say it to myself. Oh, but they love you. So that's okay. And well, I think Amy loves you. Well, I'd like to hope so. <laughs> well, she did marry you. I was going to say. She didn't marry well, you for your money. Or so. my looks. <laughs> no, you're a very handsome man. Mm. Oh, see, that's about as Valentine's-y as I get. Like, <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, anyway, um, how was your week? Uh, it's only Wednesday. <laughs> I've almost finished all of my 3D printing. And oh, I've tasked myself with a textiles project because I will not be beaten by a sewing machine. And it's taken me 12 years to come to that conclusion. I think you should make an apron with nipple cutouts. <laughs> I already have one of those. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. Mm. Uh, one request, though, on the 3D printer. Mm-hmm. I would like a 3D printed starship from Stargate. You can pick which one. But You see, I had a look at these because Dave was saying about getting like one on a little stand. Yes. And unless you've got the liquid resin ones, you lose all... All of the resolution of the core detail, unless mm. it's a super clunky poly, which at that point you might as well just go down to your garden and find the smoothest stone out there and be like, it is Jadalus. <laughs> yeah, but then you just need to print it bigger. Yeah, in, well, I've. In segments. That's what I've done with the Ranger helmet, and it's taken the best part of a month. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah, let's not bring that but up. But it's now wearable. It's just a mess. So I've got to go to B&Q and buy some polyfiller and fix all of my mistakes. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just something I want to talk about in terms of the topic of the podcast mm-hmm. for a little bit before we dive into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you know, this podcast started after we saw the film June. Dun. 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 Um, and I have since tried to read the book several times. At Christmas, I got a Kindle, which has somehow made it easier to read the book. Um, I'm 82% in, and I have thoughts. Mm. So, what we're going to do, and I haven't spoken to you about this yet. This is news to you and news to everyone listening. But we're supposed to take this one offline. Yeah, I know, but I just want to drop it in here to get people excited. Um, is I want to talk about it, but... I want to talk about it for an extended period of time because there's some comparisons that I want to make to other kind of, you know that I've... Franchises is... You know that I'm not a massive Star Wars fan Hmm. and reading the book has cemented that for me for reasons which you will see Hmm. in 
12% time because I have 12% left of the book to read. Does this mean I get to steal Amy's Kindle, read a book on Disney and then read you my thoughts on that? Yes. Well, this was the whole point. The whole point of the podcast was to culminate in the Dune episode. So the thing for you that I need you to do in Run Up, because I know you're not going to read the book. I'm not going to read the book. I think you should, but I can't you're not read, read the book. book. <laughs> no, because you're... Many times I've hovered my finger over the purchase button for the Cimmerillion on Amazon and then thought, no, no, why am I going to do this? Because mm. I won't. It would no. look pretty on the shelf. It does. I mean, I've got all of them in paperback, but... I, I, I just... No. No. Uh, so what I want you to do before we do the June episode mm-hmm. is I need you to watch the original film. I know we got about three quarters of the way through, mm-hmm. but the original film, not the original film, the most recent film, the one with What's-His-Face in... Timothy Shamily Cloth. No, that's the most recent film. Oh, right. I'm talking about the, you know, the older one that we started to watch. Oh. Because that one has more of the story in, because the most recent one is only like. Is that the one with the giant fish tank with the guys with the hoovers coming right at the beginning? Yeah, that's they're the, they're the spaces. <laughs> what are they hoovering? Yeah. Where is it going? Where does it come from? Other up... mysteries of the universe that I really want answers for. They're hoovering up the spice. So what I want you to do, and this is your homework. And I have the same homework, but mine is in word form. Um, watch that film mm-hmm. and then watch the new film. Mm-hmm. And I will finish the book and watch the new film mm-hmm. and probably watch the old film because I never finished it. Mm-hmm. But then I'm going to write down what I want to talk about and I have things to say. And you have the platform to do it. I know. Thanks Not- to our sponsorship. Not VPN. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> you went so high there oh. but yes NordVPN I, I I actually have used Nord for a long time <laughs> I be, whereas I have been sitting on the boundary of possibly going with Surfshark why? then I'm just curious to see what it's about oh interesting mm. is it going to be like our VPN services are going to be like Starcross Lovers <gasps> two houses both alike in dignity <laughs> mm-hmm. Romeo and Juliet between our <laughs> VPN providers um, and they can reach each other through the tunnel we can tunnel... No, I was about to say... <laughs> I was about to say, no, we're not going to uh, do that. No, but no, Yeah, no. basically, I've got things to say. There's some comparisons I want to make, and there's some outright slandering I want to do of... Not June, mm-hmm. of other things. Okay. Um, so, yeah, just to warn you, that's coming. Um, I wonder how many clips and beeps we're going to get in that one. <laughs> Although, there, there might not be some swearing. Also, there's not been any swearing in this episode yet. I probably am wrong. Um, but yes, uh, let's dive in, shall we? What have you got? more of a case of me being censored for my opinions. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But we, it's my favourite of the two weeks because I do nothing. Jake has prepared the quote, which he always does, and has prepared the plot, mm-hmm. but only just about. And also, he hasn't brought his book today. Yeah, it was in my backpack and I left my backpack indoors. Oh my god. <laughs> so I've had to write this in notes on my phone. Okay, so let's dive into... Don't quote me on it. So let's dive into it. How are you planning it today? I have gone... So I'm aware that I keep saying that there is a theme and then I keep changing the goalposts. But I've realised that all of the variations that I have done have been versions of when you say don't quote me on it because you're never really right or wrong or you're not sure and you kind of just go with it. God. So, the don't quote me on it for this week is highest grossing films. 
How many have you got? So this is the thing. I'm going to pitch this in a couple of different ways. So, you know... Do I need a piece of paper again? Um, no. Okay, cool. I don't think so. So I, th- I think with this one, it's the don't quote me on it I see on this is you're at the pub or you're having an argument with someone and you're like, don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure that blah, blah, blah is the most grossing film. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the extent of how Jake argues. It's a mildly heated conversation. Yeah, that's as spicy as it gets because I'll only ever double down if I know that I am right. (laughs) It's like stepping into a lukewarm shower when you know your boy is about to die. No, because that's unpleasant. I suppose it's unpleasant argument with me. (laughs) Yeah, because you don't want to make you cry. I know. (laughs) Because it's either going to be that or I'll vomit. Yeah, it's crying or vomit. Or maybe Sometimes both. both. Sometimes both. Okay. Sometimes a little poop in there. (laughs) Oh, that's for special occasions. (laughs) That's okay. when I'm so angry that I shit. I'm sorry. I'm in a good mood. I'll stop interrupting <laughs> you now. So I am looking at the moment all-time worldwide box office for science fiction movies. And the reason I specify, because I know we're specify, but there was a separate category for fantasy. So I've picked my word in very carefully. Okay. So what I would like from you oh, fuck. is a stab guess... Uh-huh. At what you think the top five Mm-mm-mm. most grossing films Mm-mm-mm. in the sci-fi world are across the world, across the entire world, in it, the full three hundred and sixty multiple axis spin of the okay. spherical egg. That does we this live kind on. of does it kind of include sci-fi horror? So things like Sunshine and things like that. I know that Sunshine won't be on the list, but I'm just scrolling through the rest of it. Um. No, I don't think so. I think this is pure sci-fi. Okay, and the next question to you is, of this five, Mm -hmm. how many are part of a franchise? Because I feel like it's going to be all five. So how many of them are part of a franchise? And does that include Marvel? No, superheroes is in a different category, apparently. That has its own thing. Right, but because it is part of a. F- these are part of franchises. All five of them. All five. Okay, are, are some of them part of the same franchise as well? I'm not going to give away too much at the moment. Okay, because there's at least three Star Wars films on there. <sighs> Ooh, okay, interesting. So Rogue One mm. is going to be somewhere. Um, Star mm. Trek Into Darkness. Mm. The new, not the new one, the Chris Pine one. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think because my sci-fi movies are like, the, like the of all time. Are we talking total worldwide box office figures? Yeah, but that the box office it almost needs to be a percentage because the box office figures and they didn't used to be like tens of millions of pounds. So like 2001: A Space Odyssey probably was quite high up in the genre oh, when there it came is a out. Se- there is a separate chart that in- accounts for inflation if you want to delve into oh that afterwards. Okay, yes. I did my research on this one. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, and by research, I mean open up three tabs in Google. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> um, oh, it's an interesting one because the genre, as we've said, mm. speculative fiction, there's so much overlap between... Yeah. So, so this is, imagine pure... Okay, so sci-fi in its purest form. All five of them are franchises. All five of them are a part of a franchise. Okay, Alien is up there. 
one of the Alien films. I'm going to guess the franchises first, mm-hmm. and then we'll dive deeper into okay, the films. Okay, uh, uh, all right, so th- throw some franchises at me. So Star Wars is on there. Okay. 100%. Uh, one of the Alien films is on there. Okay. 100% minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe three franchises are on there. There's going to be multiple from Alien, Star Wars. Oh, shit, I'm trying to think. My mind is... My so, I'll, I'll give you a clue. So, you can lock in... There is an element of Star Wars in there. An element of Star Wars. Right, it's Rogue One. Because I remember... Nope. Rogue One isn't top five. No. Wow. It's in a number 10. Rogue One's number 10. Fuck. Okay, so I'm well off. I have to shut one eye so I... Because it's on a table. One billion dollars. <laughs> one billion, fifty-five million, eighty-three thousand, five hundred and ninety-six. Okay, that's Goodness. interesting. So that's at number 10. That's at number 10. Fuck. So okay. I have given you a clue there. Is it The Phantom Menace? No. Yeah, see, that doesn't surprise me. But in my head, I was like, it. The Phantom Menace was like the first one after like, that's a 20-year gap. That's number 12. One million, uh, one billion and 27 million. Right, okay. The Star Wars one is pretty much a write-off then because you know I'm not a massive Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know the names of all of them. And we'll get into why I'm not so, a Star Wars so fan. So let, let, we'll, we'll skippity-doo-dah. Think of some other other franchises that could be up there. Prometheus or Covenant. Nope. Jesus No fuck. alien film features in the top five. Really? Hang on. I'm going to scroll. I'm going to... I'm still scrolling. I'm just trying to think. Mm-mm. No. This is redonkulous. The Matrix. No. The Not Matrix in is in top five. This is this is absolute bollocks. <laughs> I, I am I I saw this and I was like, really? I don't even know where to start then. I wouldn't even know where to start with that. Oh my god, Matrix is down in fifty seven at Oh my four hundred and sixty five million. That that is shocking. But to that me. was nineteen ninety nine, so again, I'm I'm not looking at the inflation table. No, so we can't they've obviously ranked it in a way that accommodates inflation. No, because that was a separate table. Oh, okay. Uh, let me, let me, whilst you're thinking, let me load up the inflation table. Even more of an interesting result. Okay, I don't even know where to start here, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take the reins a little bit. Okay, okay, okay. So, in the top two slots, right, a part of the same franchise, and there's only been two out, right. And I'll give you a clue that will be a dead giveaway. We've been waiting a heck of a while. Oh, it's Avatar, isn't it? Avatar. Fucking hell. See, Avatar that... in 2009, capped in at 2,899,000,000. And oh. then Avatar The Way of Water was 2,117,000,000. See, oh. yeah, I should have got that. That's my bad. But then I almost feel like Avatar's a fantasy film. Like, But it is, but it is nature. Yeah, it's, it's, it it's is. sci-fi core. It's, it's nature, isn't mm. it? Um, <clears throat> Number three. Was yeah. the Force Awakens? Okay, so it was Star Wars. Yeah, the Force Awakens. Two billion and sixty-four Which million. Which one was that? that was, was that the one with the really bad acting? Oh no, that's all of them. Uh... <laughs> and I get pulled up for making comments about Michael Mouse, but here we are. Mm. <laughs> Not in the same league. <laughs> um, um... Number th- number four, I was surprised and disappointed at because it was Jurassic World. 
Again, wouldn't have even wouldn't have eaten that. Which was one billion six hundred and sixty nine million. Okay, everyone just wanted to see Chris Pratt in that film, and then it turned out that I part the brakes. <laughs> I part the brakes. Turns out that he's a problematic human being. He is a problematic um, human being. Yes. Yep. Okay, and then number five was the Last Jedi. Okay, so two Avatar, two Star Wars, and Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the Last Jedi. Yeah. Which one was that? Five, See, eight. Again. So that would have been one of the newer ones. Again, this, is, it the one, a, is it the one with Adam Driver? One of the ones with... That might be Force Awakens. Actually, I think it's both of them. Also, you see, the problem is, this is where my thing with Disney kicks in, is because there have been, in the last five years, more Star Wars films than they have in the last 20. Yeah, we're not going to open that. We're not going to open no, that No, let's again. not, because that deserves its own little special R-rated episode where it's just... Maybe that one where you're away for work. I'm just going to record myself screaming in a room for 45 minutes. Probably not a bad job. Maybe I should leave you to filter it out for me. <laughs> Maybe I should just take the June episode and you should just take the Disney yeah. money cow. Like, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so did very, very badly at that round. But I do like that. Mm-hmm. The format. So the ones to adjust for inflation in 2020 was Avatar sit at the top. Number two was Star Wars. The original one. I'm assuming so, because there's no other thing. And then number three was E.T. Oh. Because for inflation, it would have been 2.5 billion. Yeah. And then number four was Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yeah. Okay. Would you and also, like... I'm now just thinking, was Rogue One even a film, or was it one of those weird TV no, series? No, actually, Rogue One was the one I actually quite liked, because it plugged the gap on how they managed to get the plans for the Death Star to do the bombing uh, run. Yes. That one was like, okay, you've closed the gap. This makes sense now. Yeah, now leave the gap closed. Now That's leave it, it leave alone. Yeah, and I know Dave, like, <laughs> David is going, not, like, Dave. David, my well, step, I think my, I th- David, my stepdad. I think we're going to get a lot of angles on the Star Wars front because we are outnumbered. Oh, massively outnumbered. But, you know, I appreciate... Outnumbered! I, I appreciate... Outgunned! <laughs> I thought you were going to bring Hamilton. I was. That was the quote. It's the only musical I like. Hang on, isn't it? Outmanned, outgunned, outnumbered, outplanned. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> outgunned. Anyway, um, David loves Star Wars, mm-hmm. and he's been trying to get me to watch the Disney Plus series. And honestly, The Mandalorian. I understand the concept. It's nice for the universe. I'm sure. Like, I just don't know what it is. <laughs> About the thing. The first, I tried to watch the first two episodes of The Mandalorian and I legitimately fell asleep through both of them. Well, this, again, I'm going to try and restrain myself. But someone was trying to explain it to me the other day where what's the latest Star Wars universe thing out on Disney at the moment? Oh, see, and I the way I had that. it, the, I, the way it was explained to me, someone was like, no, 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 but this one's really good, as in, like, this one has been the best one out of them. Yeah. I was like, there's been six. Jesus, I, I believe, I strongly believe in design iteration, but when it comes to films, you shouldn't rely on the five previous series yeah. to kind of be good and okay, and then it gets good. Yeah, yeah, I get you. And I do just want to, I just, just want to preface this with the original six Star Wars films 
I was actually a really big fan of. Mm. Like, I think The Phantom Menace was one of the first films I ever remember actually, like, seeing. Even if it was on D... De- I just remember seeing it it's as a film. Darth Maul turns up with two... Bl- like, just... Oh warm, warm, like As a child, mm. that's peak action. Mm. Peak action. So, like, the first six films Get to the point where... Yeah, exactly. Like... The first, the first three films, as in like the more modern of the three, mm-hmm. were amazing because you saw like Anakin going towards the dark side and Darth Vader and all of that jazz. And then the first three were like old school sci-fi, like mm. you, everything was made of polystyrene. Loved it. Where I kind of lost it a little bit is more now, where it's like just a blur. The only thing I like about the new films is that fighter pilot, um, that fighter pilot who is. <laughs> Leto Atreides from June. So there's again yeah. <laughs> a link, and I'm like, I love him. He's amazing. He's my favorite character, and obviously Leia, she's great because then she floats through space. And then there's that one scene. Oh, it's a sin. Right. So I've just I've just gone this long spiel like how I don't like Star Wars, and then this is legitimately Instantly just started. This scene is probably one of the best scenes in 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 the entire in the entire genre, mm. and it's where. They're on the abandoned ship and there's the big triangle that's coming towards them. She just turns the hyperdrive on and she rips a fucking massive hole in that ship. It's in the cinema. I think we went to see it like as a group. Yeah. <laughs> I remember audibly going, <gasps> fuck. It was beautifully shot. Oh my God, it was gorgeous. And you don't hear, and you didn't hear anything. No, because, because that's one of the space. things. That's one of the things that gets me riled yeah. up as well. It's like, you wouldn't hear this battle. I understand you're doing it for my entertainment and my enjoyment, but... That was if there had been like a massive explosion, it would have ruined it. And the fact that you just see just... this, ah, oh, perfect. Anyway, we've rambled on for twenty six minutes. So before before we move on, though, I will upset you. Not upset you, but surprise you. Highest grossing fantasy films. What do you reckon's up there? Harry Potter. Oh, definitely. Hallows Part Two is in at number two. What is number one? Lord of the Rings. No, Lord of the Rings Return of the King is down at number five. Oh, see, I'm better at fucking this round than the <laughs> sci-fi one. And I know what Emma's going to say when she listens to this podcast is, yeah, you do you not watch any films? <laughs> do you not watch any films? And it's like, yeah, it's because you don't like sci-fi. Like, every time I talk to her about it, she's like, it's because you don't like sci-fi. And I'm oh my fuck. <laughs> anyway. Number one and number three are from the same franchise. Okay. And it's it's... It's left field because you wouldn't consider it, and then you realise the target audience, the popularity behind it. Okay. It's animated. Oh. Uh, animated. Yeah. Animated films. Mm-hmm. Part of a franchise. Yeah. Starting to now be done to death, but the first couple, the first one was big. Musical numbers in it. Uh huh. Two sisters. Oh, Frozen. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Frozen is number three. Frozen two is number one. Frozen, uh, it was good though. One point four five billion in box office worldwide. Uh, I can hear you. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Chess was number six. Aladdin was at number seven. Oh, the Pirates of the Caribbean, massively. I want to start playing um, Sea of Thieves again. Just because, nah. You know I've got emotional whiplash about that. No, game. they've updated it. There's you things. Said that last time. Yeah, but then you never joined me in Scotland. Because it Why was are still we broken. Because <laughs> we're doing this. It's right. such a broken game. No, but the concept is amazing. It is. It's, it's so a shame gr- they yeah. wouldn't have just executed it properly. Okay, so that's good. Did better on the fantasy round than I did the sci-fi. Still not great though. But you know, a lot of Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings between number ten and number twenty. Shrek two is at twenty-one. 
as it should be. <laughs> Actually, I think Shrek 2 should be 1 and 2. Shrek the third is at 27. Okay. So where's number one? Shrek 2 is better than number one, though. Mm. Famously. Coco's at 28. Okay. Let's not do this now. Yeah, we've gone down the rabbit hole, haven't we? Okay, let's pull ourselves back. What plot have you got for me this evening? <sighs> Demon Slayer was at number 45. Mm. Anime's in the top 50! Sorry. Oh my God. That's a hill I'll die on, and I don't care. Such so anyway. A nerd. Yep. He's wearing a Super Mario 3 t-shirt today as well. It looks really good. Um, <laughs> Come so, on. Plot. Poorly written plot. Are you ready? No. Good. Because <laughs> it wouldn't matter if he was. I like to keep you on your toes. So, we find ourselves in a little urban part of town. where It's relatively safe. Uh, as long as you know the right people. We centre... On our main guy for the time being. And we're, we're going to call him Mark. He's an honest, hard-working guy. Total recall. <laughs> Could you imagine if he just got that straight out the door? Is it? No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We focus on Mark. And there's a woman with three titties. Total recall. <laughs> Total recall. No problem. So, yeah, Mark. He's an honest, hard-working guy. Who, you know, earns for a living... Looks out for his friends and looks after his mum as well, who raised him. She's not very well, um, but he does his best. Mark lives in a strange world, though, Matt. Do you know why Mark's world is really strange? It's because everyone who lives there gets paid in jelly beans. That's right. Oh, I've got it. Jelly beans. I've got it. You got no, it? I've got it. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yep, they get paid in them. They eat them. They trade them. They use it for everything. Jelly beans, everything. Trade, gamble, you name it. Yep. Jelly beans. Got it. Damn it. Now, Mark is from humble beginnings. You shouldn't have said anything about the mum. Was that the giveaway? Yep. The jelly beans wasn't? Yep. What's her name? The actress? Olivia? We shall see. Mm. Okay. Now, Mark is from humble beginnings and only has a small fund of jelly beans and most of it is to care for him and his mum who is sick. One day, he happens across a mysterious wealthy benefactor who takes a liking to Mark and understands that he's, you know, he struggles. This mysterious man decides that he has lived a long and frivolous life and sees that Mark is an honest man and decides that he shall be the one that receives all of the jelly beans. <laughs> he leaves the beans for Mark whilst he's sleeping and disappears. Mark awakens to the amazing news, but is completely dumbfounded as to why. He rushes home to tell his friends and his mum, but unfortunately, her sickness catches up with her. Olivia and she Wilde. passes away. <laughs> yep. This is upsetting for obvious reasons, but Mark has big plans to go and live the life that he always wanted for his, for his family. Um, but fate has other plans. Oh my god. Another wealthy individual, who just so happens to be in charge of counting all the jelly beans... Apparently, autocorrect has changed it to cats. <laughs> Not has. So, in charge of counting jelly bean cats is apparently what my notes say. Jelly bean cats. Has. What? Oh, God, what is going on with this? Hang on, wait. <coughs> has caught on. That Mark has received this generous no, sum. start the sentence again. No, because the notes have all corrected that much. It makes no sense. Oh. 
Another wealthy individual who just so happens to be in charge of counting all the jelly beans has caught on that Mark has received this generous sum and his complete disbelief. This man, we'll call him Francis. Is it Francis or Francois? Francois. I was going to go for Bonsoir, but I couldn't spell it. (laughs) Bonsoir means good evening. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. God. Or good afternoon. I can't remember. I haven't done my Duolingo in a couple of days. (laughs) Mr. Worldwide. Uh, Francis is of the belief that only the worthy can have so many jelly beans and decides that this this commoner, this this schmuck, Mark, has to be framed for the murder. Since, you know, no one's ever heard of this Mark guy and this, this wealthy man's disappeared. One thing leads to another and Francis's goons catch up with Mark and a wild goose chase across the states ensues with theft, gambling and fighting to survive being the main ways that Mark gets by, making both friends and enemies along the way. One friend, who we'll call Lauren, decides that she too tires of this world where people at the top decide who gets the jelly beans. (laughs) After multiple altercations and chases, along with failed blackmail, possible murder and various other exciting action-filled moments, Everything kind of fouls and falls away, and they are both left, Mark and Lauren, to try and team up and fight against the system that jelly beans should be available for all, not just for the wealthy. They hatch a plan, and after a devious theft and an escape plan, they eventually get hold of a large bag of jelly beans and escape. The biggest bag of the jelly beans. The biggest bag of jelly uh-huh. Uh, yes, I remember. And decide to go back to Mark's humble beginnings to share out the jelly beans amongst people and show them that it's not all for the wealthy. And they go towards a bigger and brighter future together where all of them have a fair share. Fair share. Fair share. Fair share. <laughs> a fair share and a fair fight in society. For jelly bones. For jelly bones. Jelly bones. Very nicely done. It was. Of course, in time. I can't believe the sick mum because she's not yeah. sick. No, no, she's not sick. But I it can't was believe the mum about... bit. Yeah, yeah, it was the mum bit. So if I didn't say that, do you think you'd have cottoned on with the the jollibund? I think I would have cottoned on eventually, but it was the it was the he's looking after his mum. That was the that was the giveaway. Yeah, that was the giveaway. But I kind of glazed over that bit and thought there was a bit of a, a nothing comment. I do, it was a very, I, I did like that plot. I liked the jelly beans. It was good. Because um, in my mind, all I could see was that stupid game where you're the jelly bean with legs and you've got a race for the crown. Ah, uh, yes. Another famous anti-capitalism story. <laughs> um, so if you didn't know, that film is in time. Um, didn't do so well, but I actually really enjoyed it. It wasn't in it the was, top 50, I don't it think. It wasn't in the top 50. It was Justin Timberlake and Amanda Seyfried. In Amanda Wide Eyes. Amanda Bug Eyes. Because she's got the biggest eyes. She's gorgeous, but the eyes are what make it. Big old um, eyes. And it's where currency has been replaced by time left on your clock. So mm-hmm. you have, you get like a year when you turn 18 or something and nope. you can spend that. You get to the age of 25 and you stop aging. Yeah. And then you hit the point where your clock starts running down. Right. Okay, cool. Got ya. Um, but That's no. why everyone looks young in it. I do like that film. 
Um, I think we need to, not with the whole time people have left, but I do love an overthrowing capitalism. And I, I do like a late stage capitalism failure film and mm. story. Do enjoy that. Like, cause oh, you are right. Uh, yeah, so when they get to 25, you stop aging, but you only have one more year. Yeah. Unless you can buy or earn more time. Yeah, yeah. So it's essentially you get a job and instead of paid in money, mm-hmm. you're paid in time. Um, and I do enjoy an overthrowing of capitalism. But, but thing. due to inflation, that's why it all starts. Yeah. That's why his mum ends up like, Bleh, because she goes to get on the bus. Yeah. And the bus ticket goes up by yep. at least 50%. And she has to walk. And then she has to run down the street and he's running towards and he reaches out and she Bleh, runs out. Is it Olivia, Olivia Wilde? It I is think Olivia it Wilde. is. I yeah. think it is. Because I think she's actually younger than Justin Timberlake. In that film, probably. No. she Well, she's the mum. So. <laughs> but I think she's actually I was looking and not paying attention. That's why my brain went. <laughs> oh. Um, Cillian Murphy's the bad guy. He is Olivia yes, Wilde. Cillian Murphy is the bad guy. He was very good in that, actually. But, no, I do genuinely. I, I've watched that film a few times and now. his friend was Johnny Galecki. Who is in oh. um, Big Bang Theory? Yeah, Johnny Galecki. Yeah, that's how you say it. I think so. I don't know. We'll go with that. Yeah, but no, very good film. I do highly recommend it. But it's one of those ones that I've watched a few times, and I do just it does keep when the multiple points they're running towards each other to exchange time to keep people alive, mm. and I know how it's going to end. But does it stop me going? Fucking come on! Yeah. No, it doesn't. But then, and then you see how much this guy earns in like time. Oh my god! Like because he gets the little cassette that's got like a million years on it. Yeah, but even in the casino where mm. he goes up to Amanda Seyfried's dad and he like bets well, the time and he, he just yeah, do the. He, I can't. It was like an arm fighter where they like let yours run down and then you yeah. give it a yeah. flip. It's like yeah, it's interesting, mm. but and as a concept, not. Obviously, I don't think we'd ever get to a point where, like, the time left in our lives would be our form of currency, but the concept of it... There's a strange parallel. And the social divide makes me think of Elysium. Did you ever see Elysium? No. And it was Matt Damon. I know on... I know of the film, but I don't think... Very, very good watch as well. I'm going to add that to the list of plots to do. Um, but no, I'm back on form after that. I'm I'm happy with that. After... Yeah, after the brain fart at the beginning. Yep, after the brain out. fart. To be fair, the the um the box office one was a challenge because I often I have this when you see you no know, oh it's made like three hundred Rotten Tomatoes says it's the best watch ever. I find that's a lot with horror films where they're like, mm. this is shit your pants scary. It's the best film in like the whole of horror. And there's one bit where you go. And that's it. And that's yeah, it. That's why I've kind of given up with horror films in terms of like going to the cinema. However, I do really want to see Megan. Apparently. I, I will pin the gasp in my brain because apparently with Megan... Were you talking um, about Megan? Was no, it the gasp no, 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 no. That was something else, but I'll come back to that. But with that, that's a 15. Uh-huh. And apparently it was supposed to be way gorier. Oh, so God. later on, they're going to release the 18 version with okay. all of the good bits in. Right, okay. Where they were told to dial it back. Because I like the concept of that. That's almost that's where, creepy, like... That, that's That's almost where humans tried to go the t- BBC TV series, but BBC TV series never quite as good as, like, Hollywood blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Alicia, I'm going to add to the list, cause, and you need mm-hmm. to watch that, because it was, is a 
Kind of reminds me of Chappie. Chippy. Chippy. That's such a good film. The Gasp, though. What? Oh, you yes, saying about gasp. giving up on horror. And I'm going to make you watch it as soon as we click Nobody Nope on this. Mm-hmm. There is a new Evil Dead coming out. Oh, okay. The trailer is it good? gave me goosebumps. Oh, goosebumps. And I was bugging Amy for days. Because she was like, oh, you know, the first two are really good. The redo was good, but... Like, Ash versus Evil Dead then goes down the comedy route. Yeah, yeah. Which is great because he has a chainsaw for an arm and the book's made of skin. Wonderful. Which is based on a real book. That's um, what we want, yeah. The Necronomicon. Um, Necronomicon. Sure, we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> but eventually she was like, fine, I watched the trailer with you. And then, like, slow tilted her head afterwards and said, like, oh my, oh my God, this looks messed up. Okay, okay, I'm excited about that. Um... Yeah, no, I think we're done. I'm feeling good. good. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna end on that high after getting that film after you mentioned someone's mum because we do know I love a parent. You do. You're not like, in a weird way. I just collect them. You're like um, a Labrador. Yeah. He just turns up and he's like, "Who's a good boy?" Hello. I'm gonna sit in your house until you love me. Scritches. Um Speaking of love, happy happy love month. Um, remember to tell someone you love them, and we'll see you next week. Maybe in Maybe. person. What? Yeah. Maybe we're going to turn up to your house. No, we're not going to turn up to your house. Don't worry. Please don't go out and buy a ring doorbell. We're not coming to find you. Um, unless you should buy one. If you click on the code, buy ring. Um, He's I'm, really desperate to get some I'm sponsors. I'm really thinking of like a code that would like... like and Insert plot, something here. Plot ring 23. Oh, yeah. Ring my bell. 1414. My ring hole 23. No. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Have a good week, everyone. We'll see you next Wednesday at the same time and the same place, In which March. is <laughs> wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, yeah. Have a good week. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah. I can't believe you did it again. What a sponsorship. I can't believe you mentioned something as a whole. <laughs>